This is the podcast about Monster Prom and other couch games. Hi, everybody. This is this is the podcast. It's a podcast where a bunch of us geeks and nerds and dorks in Salt Lake City sit around and chat about a various topics and, you know, just kind of put out our thoughts and whatever. Hey, everybody. I'm Scott. Today, I'm joined by Stu. Hello. This is Stu. Um, I like the you saying... This is this is the podcast because I, I was like, I feel like you should like get a record scratch in there. This, this, this is the podcast. <laughs> well, need, if you, there's anybody who could add that in post, it'd be Mike. You, Hi, Mike. You, you need to get some more a, a, some a, more beers in you. That's that was one of your stiffer intros. Yeah, I know. <laughs> should just start drinking hard alcohol when we do these. Yeah, I regret my decision. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, Imported that, from Germany, the like, German bitch beer on. over there. I feel like I got German iced, <laughs> and you did yourself. <laughs> yeah. Figured somebody had to drink. Well, it. we decided to talk about Monster Prom today because we just played it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's part of kind of a larger discussion I wanted to do about uh, some of the couch games that you can get to play, and I mean like video games and these are these are very much multiplayer games in a in an era where everything's like kind of online play these allow you to just sit down with your friends and play a game with like up to four or more people depending on the game they're good party games on the uh, couch. we were just talking about some of the other examples like the yog um mm-hmm. which is How kind of spell that i've never heard of y-a-w-h-g i want to say yeah. all right it's it's a very similar to Monster Prom. It's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you have stats that you level up as you pick actions that it gives you different choices for. Mm-hmm. We can go into that and Monster Prom more. Uh, but I was talking about also things like all the Jackbox games that have been coming out, mm-hmm. which, which is kind of where this this genesis of an idea for an episode came from is uh, I was checking out a bunch of the Jackbox games, in part because they went on sale with Steam. Mm-hmm. So I picked up all of them so that I have them all on one package. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also because they have a new one coming out. Jackbox oh. Party Pack 5. Sweet. Nice. They haven't announced all the games as of when we're recording this, but one of them is a new You Don't Know Jack. Oh, sweet. They, I, I played that as a kid a yep. bunch. And that's why yep. I like kind of, that was kind of my point of entry to the whole Jackbox mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing that has, and the other one is called Split the Room, where you, it's weird and kind of complicated, and I think we'd have to watch the tutorial on that one. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, one of the things that I love about that game in particular, the the Jackbox stuff, is how they innovated that you use your smartphone. Yeah, you don't use a controller. It makes it really easy for anybody to jump in and out. And with Jackbox, it's not just couch stuff. People, you can you can share the link to the mm-hmm. room that you create basically, and like. Hundreds of people could potentially join yeah. it. And, and we were just talking about and stuff playing like a game in which some of our friends were streaming it. And Stu and I were both at our respective homes, tuned into their stream and then jumped in on their game. Yeah. You can either jump in as like a spectator and you can participate a little bit. Or if there's enough room in, in the actual game, you can jump in as just a regular player. The uh, the fact that you can play on the smartphone or tablet or even, even like just a laptop. I've gotten mm-hmm. a lot of people... Who would not typically be the type of hey, we've we've got some beers, let's sit on the couch and play a video game. I've gotten a lot of those right. people. You know, to, you get a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't know about that. And like, it's super easy. Just go to this link in Chrome or whatever you people use. People who and might be afraid of a PlayStation controller, otherwise, yeah. are all about um, yeah, it, Jackbox games. It, and it, I, 
I only have Party Pack 3, I think. Party Pack 3 is really good. And it's probably the best four. one. <laughs> that and one are probably the best ones. Um, every time we have played Trivia Murder Party with my wife, she it's has so, fucking won. It's so good. Yeah. I, I've never won that one, but it's so good. Yeah, super fun. I've come in second a bunch of times, but like even when I start the final round ahead of her. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so there was a recent episode of Hello from the Magic Tavern where they uh, voice altered Arnie's voice. Made it yeah. deeper, and I'm pretty sure that's Arnie. That's oh, the yeah, trivia no, murder no, party he, guy. He, he's absolutely the trivia murder party yeah. narrator. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, those guys did work on like him and the guy that plays Chunt, Adel Rafai. Yeah, um, yeah. They, they both. It's a Chicago-based for, studio, and yeah. they pull in a bunch of those improv mm-hmm. people to be comedy writers. So yeah. In fact, I believe that's actually his day job is working on that stuff. Probably. Yeah, like there's a whole range of things. Like some of them are trivia. Some of them are like bluffing to each other games. Mm-hmm. Some so, of them are just different spins on things like apples to apples or yes, uh, cards against humanity. Yeah, like Quiplash. Yeah, I really, really like Quiplash. It's super fun. I think it's but, my favorite of yeah. them. But um, then you've got like TKO and Drawful. TKO where you and have Drawful to like are, yeah. draw stuff mm-hmm. with your fat mm-hmm. little fingers and it always looks terrible, but that's the point. Yes. Uh, I bought a t-shirt for Eric from our TKO yeah. match. It's so good. So like the, basically the point of TKO is it just randomly tells you draw something. Just something. Just draw no, some No pictures. prompt. Just like draw as many pictures as you can and submit them. And then after that, it, it'll have of, you write a bunch of slogans with no prompt or anything like that. And then eat, all of the players randomly get mashups of the two. And you can mix and match them of, between the options that you get. And you submit them. To the t-shirt competition. And then the t-shirts go head to head. And you all vote on it. And then at the end, like, all the ones that won any particular round or anything like that, like, they go up, they give you a link, and you can buy them if you want. And as you can imagine with this group, there's a direct correlation between beers consumed and t-shirts containing dicks. Yes, yes. (laughs) And t-shirts purchased. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. No, that's also accurate. I think when we did this, Sky bought, like, two t-shirts. Yeah, he bought two of them. I'd have bought more, but they only come in 2X at biggest. <laughs> and I'm a fat motherfucker. So. Tax day, motherfucker. <laughs> Tax day, motherfucker was really good. It's just like this, like, MS Paint, like, <laughs> this finger drawing. This is the podcast drawing. where we talk about inside jokes. It's like, yeah. a, it's like, an, it's like an MS Paint style finger drawing, because they give you, like, two colors to work yes. with or something like that. And it's just, like, somebody with kind of swoopy hair looking kind of cool off into the distance with reflective shades. And... It just showed up on the screen with and the caption the, the was slogan tax day, motherfucker. <laughs> and Sky fucking owns that shirt now. <laughs> That's pretty great. The business model works. <laughs> right, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> they were cheap t-shirts, too. What's the name of the one where it has all the different subcategories, but you're basically just bullshitting each other? Uh is that Fibbage? Yeah, with like something like that. Or faking yeah. it. Faking it. Faking it, yeah. Faking it's also pretty good. That's the one where everyone gets sent a prompt of just like, hey, point at the person you think gives the best hugs or hold up as many fingers as you've had meals in the last two days. Yeah. Except one person in the group is supposed to be faking it and it just says, hey, you should point at somebody. Or Or like hold up fingers. Uh Doesn't give you a prompt and you just have to blend in. You have to kind of bullshit. That one's really hard when you're the bullshitter. 
yeah. feel like. But, Especially yeah, the first but like, the play. vote has to be unanimous to take you mm-hmm. out. So yeah. you've got a chance there if you can just, like, convince one person. Yeah. 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 But it can be real brutal if it's, like, the prompt is... How many kids do you have? And Or like if you're me and you're vegetarian, it's like, how many steaks have you eaten? <laughs> yeah. And Stu holds up three fingers and we're like, uh, no, Stu's the faker this round. Everybody vote for Stu. We played that one time with my wife and every time I was the faker, she was just like, no, uh-uh, he's fucking lying. <laughs> Get him. Uh-huh. And everybody just got me right away. Uh-huh. It's meant to be. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um... Yeah, games like that are real cool. Yeah, um, no, no, Jackbox is fun, but I want to circle back to Monster Prom because I had yeah, never we just heard spent of the last, it until I came over here. Scott yeah. and I spent the last couple of hours playing it, and and then Mike came and we I played spent the, the last hour. I played playing the last game. round. With yeah. You all, um, yeah. So what it is is it's kind of like a choose your own adventure dating sim. Yeah. Uh, set in a mystical land where everyone's a monster. Yeah, you Ooh, go to so. Monster High School. Yeah. And you play as a a monster, like a zombie or a Frankenstein. I was I was a zombie. I was kind of a zombie. I wasn't really a zombie. I was more like like a a Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I was like a stitched together girl. uh, Sally from uh, Nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like I was a flame lady. Fire demon thing. In the first round, you played that the shadow, the living shadow boy. Yeah. Um, And then there's a bunch of weird, kooky characters like a werewolf and a mermaid princess and. A Medusa lady and a ghost that loves to party. Yeah, she like does a bunch of drugs because she's dead, and they don't really they don't negatively affect her. So basically, what it is is you have like a handful of stats like cool and charm and smarts and smarts. Yeah, like even have like money and stuff like that that you can potentially spend. There's various locations at the school where you improve your stats, and then it gives you like a situation that you know you can improve your chances with. Somebody that you want to romance. Yeah, the ultimate goal is to to romance somebody and get them to successfully accept your invite to prom. And you do things that have like weird, kooky situations. Like, what was the first one? You had that one at the school play, right? And it was like the the <laughs> demon prince was just like. I mean, I like to be. I like this character who's into murder, but like, I like that. You know, I love murder all the time. But I, when it comes to plays, I prefer there to be a reason for murder. Even though in real life, I don't need a reason for murder. The best part was, so I had played the game a bunch. And so it pops up the thing where it's like, it, when, when there's a play, I'm playing a character. I want to know the reason why there's murder. And that comes up on there. And I turn to Stu and I'm like, he says that. But in real life, he's just into murder for whatever. And then we hit the button. And then he goes... But in real life, I'm into murder for whatever. Yeah, it's like, god damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody's kind of like... Weird and really over the exaggerated top. and yeah. crazy. Like the werewolf guy that Scott was romancing in this recent one was... He's just a really dumb jock with a giant heart. Yeah, he's super like... Who is named Scott? Yes, he is named yeah. Scott. <laughs> Scott. But he's Scott, like... Scott, Scott. He's like super just innocent and adorable, but he's like dumb as a sack of bricks. Yeah, he gets tricked into doing cocaine by his other football teammates. They told him it was like an energy drink. Called cocaine. <laughs> so he does a bunch of cocaine and gets kicked off the football team. Yeah, and, you, and there's an there's a optional subplot that you unlock where you can potentially go to the store and buy some cocaine for him so that you can get the coach to do cocaine and then convince him by doing that that cocaine's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yep. So those things happened in the game. Um, it was interesting. I, I have not, I'm not big into the, like dating Sims are parts of other games a lot more frequently. I feel like, Mm. uh, like I know that it's, the relationship aspect of like fire emblem games has become important. Yeah. And yes, that's, that's, you know, that's like that, the Witcher. And that's Mass when Effect I, that's when I quit playing fire emblem. It was like, I just want, I want to do the strategy. I don't care about these cartoons talking to each other. Side note, how much would you be into a new advance wars? Oh dude, I'd play the mm. shit out of advance uh-huh. wars. But if they put, if they put a dating sim in there, I would not do it. <laughs> well, like even if you could like skip it, like not participate in it if you didn't want to. Okay, maybe. But uh, and, and, like, I just want a new Advance Wars. God damn it! And, and like this is the podcast about how much I need a <laughs> See, new this, Advance Wars. Right, so on that note, they would have to come out with a Game Boy Advance Mini or Classic. Oh, no, it's oh, now shit. Switch like, Wars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. In. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, back back to Monster Problem. Yes, it was it, it was a well written, funny game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know if I would ever play it. Yeah, not it. It's you know, it's like, interesting in its social aspect because the whole the whole model of the game is each like phase of the day it goes like morning, afternoon, and night, and goes over the course of two or three weeks. Three weeks on the short game, six weeks on the long game. But oh, we just okay. played the short games. So you do that, and. Basically, at the start of every turn, you pick where you want to go. And each one is guaranteed to give you a certain boost to stats. But then there's another sub thing that happens that gives you options for other stats. Mm -hmm. But if you go to one, the other players that are playing, then they can't go to that one anymore for this round. Mm -hmm. So that plays into it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. uh, But I think half of my fun came from the fact that Scott narrated... The entire game, every word that popped up on the well, screen. Yeah, when Scott and I were playing, we basically narrated our own turns. <laughs> yep. Just, no matter who was on screen, we just narrated if it was our turn, we were just doing it. Because the dialogue's funny. Uh, oh, no, I, I totally agree. It. It's a funny it's game. It's really funny. But I don't know if I would ever play it outside of this situation. Yeah, no, and like, there's a lot of people that would probably be in that same yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting that, like, Scott had us play the yog mm-hmm. um which is a really couple similar, months ago it's but the it's same much more game somber and design it's it's much more like kind of low fantasy yeah, it's like a like almost like a low like a fantasy. fable or a fairy tale kind yeah. of thing that you're participating you're in like some village and you know that the yog is coming but it never explains what the yog oh, is. Play no, another ever. fable yeah fable That's it's got romance in that mm-hmm. and i never cared about that part and you didn't have to do it <laughs> i know yeah. uh I, I did I did do it in Mass Effect though. Well, yeah, that's because those characters were well written. Yeah, you kind of wanted to hook up with somebody. We are it was interesting. Which one was that? Uh, the Asari lady from the first one. No, I was into um, the lady with the mask that she needed to wear. Oh, you were into Tally. Tally. Okay. Tally Zora. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Tally Zora von whatever. It was Tally. Tally in Mass Effect Three and who. I don't remember. You weren't the I, I, I banged I like, Garrus. I, I tried yeah. to bang the entire crew. Well, yeah, you're too. the shepherd. You were playing him like you were playing shepherd like Kirk, right? Yeah, exactly. Did you guys ever get the romantic romantic scenario where you just like longingly look at the picture of the person who died yes. in Mass Effect One? No, because no, I, because I would never think about Caden that way. I'm glad he died in Mass Effect I, One. For every me, game it was the other one, Ashley. It was, yeah, it was her. And no, well, I did kind of get that because uh, I. 
was with Liara in the first one. Mm. And then she wasn't an option initially in two. So you just kind of oh, look right. at your picture and I stayed faithful because, you know. Well, you, you, yeah, come you on. Gotta, yeah, like she's no. she's definitely a real blue lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, exactly. But then Freddie Prince Jr. shows up in Mass Effect 3 and all bets her off. <laughs> He's fucking jacked in Mass Effect 3. Uh, look out for our This is the Podcast about Mass Effect. That's coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, but apparently that, that's a thing we need to do. We actually do. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can do that for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the Yogg, yeah. same... Same you can game, never romance Keith basically. David's character, though. Damn it! But the Yog is more of like a somber, melancholy yeah. fairy tale kind of thing, kind of like a you know, like a European classic fairy tale. Yes. where it's like it's got a lot of darkness to it, but it does have moments it's of like levity. Choose your own Catan. I guess <laughs> it's like you know, you can go to the woods for yeah. one of your options, and like you might run into wolves, and they might fucking eat one of your hands off or something, and they yeah, don't, and or you, you might discover a crime syndicate or. <laughs> yeah. In, the uh, one option in where you Monster could... Prime, you're more likely to just participate in the crime syndicate. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Yogg is pretty fun, though. It's kind of like that first game that I ever found that was like this. So. Yeah, it's the first kind of thing I've ever seen like that. Um, some other games that are in this kind of vein of games that are way more cool when you're in a group together playing on the couch. Uh, have you ever played Samurai Gun? No. Samurai Gun is real good. It's, a, uh, it's 2D. It's kind of platformer style. Everyone is a... Samurai, so you have your sword, but you also have a gun with a single yep. bullet. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Tracking. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like four players, and you try and get each other, and single hit kills with either sword or bullet. So it is like inherently a multiplayer thing. Yes. It is very. It is only a multiplayer thing. Okay. And it's very much like you have the screen, and it's kind of, you know, there's platforms and areas that you're jumping between as your little character in a 2D plane. And you're fighting it out, and you have a set number of lives. Ooh. That's really cool. Um, another good one that's that's pretty cool. Uh, Nidhog. I've oh, heard, I've heard really good. Nidhog is like a fencing simulator, mm-hmm. and it's also really good. It's got like a lot of terrain stuff where you're like yeah. on wobbly. Well, terrain because what's happening is you're, you're trying to push toward one side or the other. Right. So as you leave a screen, it moves to the next one, and you're fighting. You know, fencing and. So it's like that. Oh, was it one of the 007 movies with? Pierce Brosnan, where it's just this like super long drawn out sword fight scene between him and some other posh British man. Probably, they're just Except smashing shit up all around them. It's not coming to me right away, but no. I no. Nidhogg, I, you're probably right. In Nidhogg, you keep respawning as you die because you die yeah. a lot, and that's okay. how you can like kind of move along and move forward. It's like stab the guy, then keep running toward the direction you're trying to get to, and then you respawn. And then keep fighting, and then one of you beats the other, and then starts running the direction that you need to go, and it just kind of goes. It's it's also so like fun. a very high mortality rate Princess Bride sword fight. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, that one's really cool. Um, God, what were some I, of the I just downloaded one that I actually have yet to play, but I was at work and have the PlayStation app. I was like, oh yeah, let's mm-hmm. let's do that one because it was on sale. It's called Crawl. Yes, uh, where you are yes. the. It, yeah, that's it's, like it's a, a top-down... It, it's a top-down dungeon crawler, but you are the monsters designing oh, the layer. Cool. So and, and whoever loses hero. a round becomes the hero. Yeah. So you're a hero. Like, huh. one of the players is a hero, and everyone else takes the control of the monsters and the traps. Yeah. And you're trying to kill the hero because there's only one mortal soul. For You're all villains. You're all evil, like, spirits and ghosts. 
but there's one mortal soul, and whoever can claim it by killing the person who's currently living becomes mortal for a time being and tries to escape the dungeon, and everyone else is trying to kill uh, them so they can take possession and become the mortal oh, that's hero. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's got that kind of pixel I art. I think I just got it like last week, yeah. so I haven't played it yet. It's How many got players a, is it? Four, it, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. It's got a it's it's a real pixely. And, uh, it, art style pixel 8-bit thing it, it's it's like less casual than like jackbox because yes. i think you still have to use controllers you and stuff do. everyone needs a controller there's there's some mechanics to it but it's real like you level up and you gain new minions that you can summon into the dungeon and things Ooh, that sounds uh, really it's cool. got a killer soundtrack that soundtrack oh, is nice. amazing it's that kind of uh, uh, that that's kind of note grimy, I wanted to make about. Scratchy. That's not what I to make about Monster Prom was the soundtrack for that. The soundtrack's really good. Killer. Yeah, it's, it's like, kind of like, like rockabilly, like sur- surfer, surf vibe. rock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's got that whole aesthetic too. It's like a classic '70s or '80s kind of style high school, high school drama thing. Yeah, it's kind of a blend of things, but. Um, so um, a similar, like a multiplayer game that's got an, an interesting format and it's been out forever, but it's a smaller scale. It's only two players. Have you guys ever played Spy Party? Yes, Spy no. Party. So Spy Party has been like... It started out in like alpha. Yeah, like it's been early. It's still not out of early access, I think. It's, it's still it, like... It's gotten a lot. It's got graphics and stuff yeah, now yeah. instead of just that being one's really, really, cool. really minimalistic. One but, of you is a sniper and the mm-hmm. other is a spy. At in this party. party that you and you the spy has certain goals and is basically trying to blend in with the AI and look like oh, look like okay. an AI thing walking around because the spy's only got one bullet and they're watching the party through a sniper scope. No, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. So you've got like voice chat. You can optionally do voice chat and stuff, but there's a lot of fun videos on, online it, yeah. of streamers playing it and just like. Oh, I'm definitely not over here messing with the statue on the shelf. Because the AI is doing kind of the same things that you're supposed to be doing as the spy. He's like the AI in that Rick and Morty episode. My man! My man! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or have you ever played any of that Assassin's Creed multiplayer? Uh, I never did. I've never liked it. So that one was really good because what happened in that game, this is kind of off topic, but... That was also a game that was all about trying to make yourself feel like an AI. In that, that multiplayer put like eight people into yeah. a map, but then only had eight models. So everyone was, there was like dozens of you. And everyone oh. had a target that was another player, but you were trying to figure out which one they was the actual They did a similar player. thing with um, Watch Dogs multiplayer. Yes. yes. You could go into other people's worlds briefly Probably because and try to kill them. Ubisoft games. Or vice versa. Sometimes yes. people might invade your world to try to kill you. Mm-hmm. And when you found out somebody was nearby, they don't see you as the main character. They see you as an NPC. So your goal is to just kind of blend in, figure out who it is that's tracking you down, and kill them first. Yep. Neat. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a cool concept. It's still only kind of like one-on-one. It's not like a party game like yeah. these are. Spy Party's um, really cool looking. I haven't played it, but yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, and Spy Party, you can have like spectators and stuff. So you can, yes. if you're into streaming or just doing like online chat with each other and being in a big like chat group or something like that, you can just watch the Spy Party game and like trade off who's playing and just shoot the shit, tease each oh, other. God, there is a game, I'm trying to remember it, it's... It's not a couch game because you couldn't do this. Um, it was so weird, but everybody played a character in this thing. And everyone had like weird goals, like interacting with people in inventory. 
The thing that made it insane is it had the most in-depth text-to-speech engine. So <laughs> there was no voice chat. Everyone spoke in character, but you were typing it, and then the text-to-speech would translate it out. <laughs> oh, God, I need to figure out what game that, that was. But, cool. Oh, man, it was just insane to watch people playing that game. It could all be made up, and I'd, I'd still believe it. Sure, He was yeah. convincing enough when he said that. There's even some, like, board game style games that have made the transition to being on the screen. Like, the if any of you guys have played Werewolf. Yes. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. They even have, like, a VR version of that. So you can, yeah, that like, one looks you can really play cool. it online, be in VR, and you're just, like, mm-hmm. sitting around a campfire looking at all these people yep. playing Werewolf. I'm still trying to get all of us to get together and play Secret Hitler. <laughs> we should do that. We should, because I bought it the Kickstarter. I have, like, a nice wood box for it and everything. This is the podcast where Scott secretly reveals how many of these games he owns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get it. I buy in on Steam sales. Like, that's... Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> and also, I see, like, these games going. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put this on my wish list. And then someday it goes on sale. And Michael's, yeah. Fine. See, all the stuff on my wish list is, like, stuff I just want to play on my own. Like, Firewatch. And yeah. That Dragon Cancer. Um, oh, jeez, yeah. Like... I want to play that one, too. Just stuff like that. Stuff that's, like... Just kind of like an artsy first person, like in depth, kind of like one two hour experience. That's the kind of Steam stuff I like. Mm -hmm. Although I do really like this, and I think I'm probably gonna go fucking buy Monster Monster Party and just yeah, yeah, Monster Prom and just go all out and try to get all the different endings. There's like 1,400 endings. I'm not sure I've bought a Steam game since Kerbal Space Program. Oh yeah, (laughs) Steam sales going on right now for summer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But oh, Kerbal. Purple. That was really kind of hard to learn. Yes. That was absolutely. the appeal of it is that you could like by the time you got good at that game, like you actually understood physics and Yeah, I just got like really and jealous and I was like, fuck this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some people on YouTube play it. Well, they're better. Also, <laughs> but, same, same. But but tur- turning it back into a couch game, I remember I was hanging out with uh, I was out of college, but I was hanging out with my old college roommate. I uh, was visiting him in Oklahoma City. And we turned Kerbal Space Program into a couch drinking game. Oh, no. Because we, like, the challenge was we had to build a rocket that would go to the furthest, you know, like, straight up altitude. And then we would compete to see who could land closest to the crash, closest to the launch site. So the best straight up, straight down explosion. (laughs) That's pretty great. We, We did a lot of converting games that weren't meant to be multiplayer into, like sitting on the couch and playing like when I was in high school, started with grand theft auto, like grand theft auto three, we would just see how long we could last while just deliberately going on a rampage. Yeah. (laughs) And then we'd just hand the controller to the person next to us when we were dead. Um, more recently I would say, um, in college we did the same sort of thing with crackdown. Mm. (laughs) Crackdown's pretty great. So sad it's like Microsoft only. Yeah. But Ter- Terry Crews is in the new one. No, I want to play it. <laughs> jumping like 50 feet in the air and just like jumping around like the Hulk instead of yeah. flying. Get those agility orbs. So, yeah, couch games. They're super cool. They're super fun to play. Try them out. Yeah. Pick up like Or if you've got the... some that you've played that we haven't mentioned, let us know because yes. that sounds rad. Uh-huh. We definitely want to get in on some of that stuff. Um, oh, Towerfall. 
Towerfall is the game that's just Ooh. like um, Samurai Gun. Oh, okay. They're both really similar. Tricky Towers, too. Ooh, yeah. That it's like competitive good. Tetris, but there's physics involved, so your your towers yes. can lean and fall over, mm-hmm. and then you lose all your progress. <laughs> it's nightmarish. By the way, have you seen Puyo Puyo Tetris? I've heard of it. It's Puyo Puyo and Tetris in the same thing. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Well, so since there's only three of us here tonight, uh, Eric couldn't make it. Let's talk about him. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> the PlayStation Store has a, a, an arcade-ish gauntlet that's a pretty fun capture I need to get in on game. one of those games <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> yes. And, and the only reason I'm bringing it up is just to tell an embarrassing story about Eric. But <laughs> we were all drinking one night playing Gauntlet. <laughs> and then, his, what was he, a barbarian that night? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Weird. That seems out of character for him. <laughs> Why is this barbarian just running into that corner? Just like doing its run animation just into a wall. And Heather's like, he fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the whiskey got him. <laughs> our, our barb is stuck in the corner. God damn it. That's so good. So I'm not sorry, Eric. You should have just been here tonight. Hells yeah. Yeah. We should play some more Gauntlet too. Yes, we should. Oh, shit, yeah. I want to get in on some of that. It was the free game for a little while. Though. Oh, yeah? I think that's how I picked mm. it up. Cool. Uh, but yeah, let us know what games we should be playing. Yeah, you can tell us this stuff on our Facebook. Just search for This Is The Podcast. Uh, if you need to put Salt Lake City in it, that's fine, too. Our Twitter is at the podcast SLC. Send us an email at contact at thisisthepodcast.net. Um, we like, you know. Uh, couch games and casual games. We hope you do Co-op too. Co-op stuff. Yeah. Competitive stuff. Well, stuff that you can just sit around <laughs> with some friends and have a beer and play. But that didn't make a good podcast title. So we appreciate you sticking with us for this sort of rambling uh, crusade through a bunch of uh, different styles of games. Yeah. Whatever. You're listening to this podcast like you're not used to weird rambling side turns. Oh, we should just call it that. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep, this is the podcast where Scott and Stu, Stu take this bitch off the rails. <laughs> Couldn't scoop. even scoop. <laughs> well, in, in uh, Monster Prom, I was the blue character that defaults to the name blue. And I was like, well, fuck it, I'm Stu Blue. Yeah. All right. Now we get the other. Well, that was fun. We hope you enjoyed listening uh, to us talk about a bunch of random casual games. Uh, yeah, cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.